What's up, everybody? Reporting live from... Yo! Shut the door. Recording an intro. Reporting live from my overpriced four-story walk-up. It's me, Mark. Mark in Manhattan, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Anybody Can Do This Show. Brought to you in collaboration with Primitive Recording Techniques. On today's show, we beat or beat those cheeks on Pizza Hut. Duh. Fireworks on non-holidays? Go fuck yourself. And the fact that neighbor Nick is a celebrity because he keeps getting a call from someone with no caller ID. I don't know, dude. Top shell from the Delft Tom breaks down the most famous movie sound effect of all time. Sick. And Andy's library teaches us how to drive a woman wild with pleasure. You're going to want to tune into that. With that, you ready? Well, you should be. Because anybody can do this shit. Yeah! Yeah! Get up! It's the anybody can do this shit. Yes, here we go again. Give you more, nothing lesser. Back on the mic is the anti-depressor. Oh. Oh. What it do, nephews? It's your boy, neighbor Nick, and welcome to season two, episode three of the Anybody Can Do The Show. As always, I outlasted Andy on the intro, oh. and I'm joined by my stallion co-host, Eli, a.k.a. Fancy Bread, Andy Feathers, and the mm-hmm. homie Top Shelf Tom. Boys, how are we doing? Couldn't be better, I mean... Flapping, yeah, flapping, flapping my feathers, flapping my feather wings, man. Yeah, shelf man out there in the Delph, how you doing? Shelf in the Delph, I love that. Look at me, I got bars. I don't even try. Yeah, dude, you do. You have bars in the Delph. No, I couldn't be better to be back here with you guys, and uh, you know, I've been taking some of that criticism to heart from the uh, from the from the review show, but you know, we'll bounce back. I'm not. I'm not worried about the poop stains or the cheekless Joneses of the world. What really, uh, what brought me back into the booth today was EAC saying that his uh, his stance on me is soft. So I feel like that guy's on my side. My job's safe for another week. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's major huge. approval. Oh, oh, hey, huge shout to EAC. New father. Yeah. He's a wow. Father. Yeah, yeah, Happy yeah. Father's Day. Shout out little Emmett, uh, the, the brand newest or the newest uh, anybody. Shout out EAC, yep. Mrs. The youngest EAC. Anybody, yeah, that kid, yeah. That kid yeah. is anybody. He is destined for anything. He is anybody. Yep. And Shelf, bad news for all your haters out there because boom, we're dropping your first segment today too, which we are, I'm at least very excited for. I hope wow. you are as well. So. I'm not well. going nowhere, mm-hmm. baby. I'll be right we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so, um, all right. I ain't boy. fucking leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was good. That sounded just like it. Um, all right. So, like we said, a little different kind of lineup this week. So, a little intro right here. And then we're going to go jump into the brand new segment led by Top Shelf Tom and myself called Is It Okay That I? Dot, dot, dot. And then we'll jump right into the age old beat or beat those cheeks. Wrap up with a little Andy's library for mm-hmm. your ear. All right. Got and a then, sexy one. Without for any you. further ado. Let's jump right in. What about waxing your chest? Oh. Wait a minute. Were we supposed to talk about that? We were supposed to talk about that. Thank you, because that would have been another punishment for me. So, phenomenal reminder right there. Um, Right now, tonight, live on Instagram, when you're listening to this on Wednesday, Instagram Live, 7.05 p.m., Andy Feathers does not shave as originally intended, but we decided it would be more of a punishment for me. It'd be funnier. And Eli was really adamant that we now wax my chest. Mm -hmm. So Andy Feathers live on Instagram the day you listen to this, (laughs) Wednesday, 7.05, Andy waxes neighbor's chest. I'm terrified. I've never waxed anything. (laughs) 
surfboard. Except maybe that pole. I've waxed that pole sometime, a couple oh, times. Boy. So you just couldn't couldn't get out of one intro without a little self pleasure joke, a little masturbation. Yeah, as if you aren't going to. No, no, I meant like stripping. You know, shit. like when strippers like that's a you know you wax the pole when you run your your bum along the pole. <laughs> That's waxing the you're pole. You're gonna line. get it, if your Venus in the bedroom shit gets out of hand. <laughs> you're getting kicked off the show. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now, time for another installment of Beat or Beat Those Cheeks. So for everybody who might be new to the segment, this is where we toss out a couple things that are on Neighbor Nick's noodle. Uh, if we don't like them, if we think them things is whack, then thangs is beat. If we like them, if we're into them, if it feels so, so good. good. Getting there, getting there. We're beating those cheeks. Um, all right, Tom, don't let that ruin your rookie of the year bid right there. That you can't get that. He's man. on a little like, delay. Out yeah, yeah. Well, you got to time it. It's like playing the wind in golf, dude. Yeah. So, Philadelphia. All right. So uh, this week, beat or beat those cheeks. It's myself, neighbor Nick, the young man, fancy bread, and shelf in the Delf, top shelf, Tom. <laughs> so the first one we're gonna do, fireworks. On non-holidays. So all of us live in metropolitan areas, mid-metropolitan-sized mid areas, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Fireworks going off every night where no rhyme or reason is a staple of Pittsburgh in, or uh, Philadelphia, kind of just cities in general in the summer, right? Mm -hmm. I am so beat on this man like i wanted to be beat on fireworks in general but like fourth of july pirates hit a home run whatever i can get down with that but i just cannot stand the random fireworks going off all the time from may until september fancy bread i am beat uh what are you i'd tread lightly my friend i actually think that the fireworks are part of uh, a protest form that's been going on as of late i un that would make sense right now but you can't tell me that this is the first summer that fireworks have just been no 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 randomly no. throughout the uh, night so that's fine don't that's make fine. don't try and kind of corner me there so i wasn't trying to corner yeah. you i was trying to save you <laughs> no but I can, yeah no i appreciate it but i'm saying like that has been gone on going on uh, longer than the protests uh, yeah if it has nothing to do with any social justice movement of any sort uh it, it's extremely beat it's just stupid i don't think fireworks are that cool when when you're 15 they're pretty sweet and it's yeah. dangerous and uh, you light one just went off literally like that. that could not <laughs> be of time any better there's no chance the mic picked that up yeah. like one it's literally just, like, just went right. off i mean exactly it's just like cool all right whatever yeah. they're right. beat it's beat it's beat beat two beats shelf man I uh, left my tinfoil hat in the other room, so I'm not <laughs> buying into that, uh, you know, extension of either the protest or the opposition uh, conspiracy yet. But thank you for this one. I'm going to have to con consort with my uh, inner child and I'm going to have to beat the cheeks. Uh, I used to love fireworks growing up. Used to. For the longest time, Pennsylvania didn't allow the sale of fireworks that shot into the air. Yep. And so I, I believe it was last year they signed. A year or two ago. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, a year or two ago, they allowed the sale of that legally, um, which my inner child, again, at that time was excited about it. And I, I remember me and my friends used to go to flea markets to get the ones that did go in the air. And you're really rolling the dice with those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the gently used fireworks. <laughs> I'm, like, happy, yeah. I'm happy to say I have all my digits, so I came out unscathed. And I'm, uh, Thank God, yeah. no JPP situation. Uh, More yeah, than some exactly. of us can say. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm beating those fireworks, Chiefs. 
Fair M80s, enough. Andy dude, just getting M80s. roasted and he can't even hear about it. One of my favorites. All right, let's move on. So, again, about this time, you know what it is. A food take on Beat or Beat Those Cheeks from Neighbor Nick. I'm going to keep this one short. I'm going to keep this one sweet. Pizza Hut beat every single cheek they got in the damn place. I am beating everything. Pan pizzas, the old school salad bars, the deliveries, the, the breadsticks, anything you got. Pizza Hut is the best of the chain, like the Domino's, the Papa John's, the Vicelli's, no. like those types. Pizza Hut, far and away, running away with the gold. Shelf Man, thoughts? Well, we had a nice run. With those cheeks, but I'm uh, I'm beat. No, I'm beat on Pizza Hut. Uh, You know, it's just in general the large chains of pizza. I try to try to avoid as much as I can. All right, Hardo, don't sit here and act like you're not like ever got drunk and spent twelve bucks on six pies from Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Of course I have, but we're talking about Pizza Hut specifically. And True. I beat on it. I worked at a, uh, a summer camp for the, well, I guess I shouldn't say the organization, but I worked at a summer <laughs> camp. Smart move. They'd appreciate every that. Every single night they got us pizza. Literally every single night. And I was there for about a month and a half. I had to sleep over. So I couldn't be more beat on Pizza Hut. If we had- what an ungrateful little pisser you are! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just slanging you free, top notch average yeah, but pie. Yeah, you, know, you could eat like Ruth Chris every night. You'd be sick of that shit. Yeah, I guess that's kind of how I feel about Jimmy John's from college. So I oh, get that. But like, yeah, I'm just actually, like, I have a similar started. Jimmy yeah. John's experience, so we can save. Yeah, that. With, yeah, with who? Long story short, um, I'm beat. Beat on Pizza yeah, Hut. Yeah, I'm beating the cheeks of Pizza Hut for sure, dude. For sure. For sure. And I can't believe neighbor. As I'm sitting here, I'm listening to a neighbor Nick food take, and I'm like, I can't believe he's saying this. He's saying something <laughs> smart. <laughs> you guys, I mean, again, he's every week, I can't idea. believe he's saying this. I can't believe he's right. Uh, yeah, no, Pizza Hut's great, but you gotta be, you gotta keep that shit in check, though, dude. You gotta like once every six months. Yep hit the pizza hut up and then you also got to know that you're gonna be laying on the couch after you're done the rest of the night because your bathroom's you're toast. toasted toast. it really does like physically fuck me up but i love the taste of it and i my biggest point on pizza hut is it's by by far the best reheated pizza I, i've ever had Facts. ever had i actually used Go to say off, when i get when i get pizza from pizza i call them the day before i tell them make it <laughs> And then I go pick it up the next day and eat it like that. <laughs> it is, it's, it's almost better the next. And when it like sits out, like you don't even have to. Yeah. It's the best like cold pizza. That's yeah. a great. It probably one says of the best a, take from you. Yeah, it says a lot about um, the preservatives and the ingredients <laughs> that you can just let it just lay around for a day or two, and it's better than it was. Before. That's like that video of the Big Mac where it's like but, out for six yeah. months and it hasn't changed. Yeah, that's at all. that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's yeah. that exactly what popped into my head when I said that. But. Yeah, I'm beating the cheeks of pizza. Except the one down here did actually shut down. Yeah, I wonder why that is. is. I actually don't want to know why that is. But, but anyway, anyway, all right. Pizza so Hut beat those cheeks. The last one, and I gotta admit before we go into this, I don't know if this is necessarily a beat or beat those cheeks, but it's something that happened to me that I'm just kind of scared to be honest, and I just want your guys' opinion, right? So beat or beat those cheeks. Neighbor Nick should be scared. Slash <laughs> is a celebrity. Okay, so Saturday. Right, I go out, play a lovely little round of golf, come home. It's probably like three o'clock. Take a nap. I'm getting ready to go to a wedding part. Like a, I'm in a wedding in September. I got to go to like the little shower or whatever. Right, so I get a call. My phone buzzes. Boom. No caller ID. Easy. Not gonna answer it. Right. Of course. Literally, it rings. Dead. Rings. One second later, no caller ID again. I'm like, 
So preface this by saying I just listened to something with Matthew McConaughey where he was talking about something. He goes, I learned one thing from being a celebrity. A no-caller ID you always answer because it's either something really, really good or really, really bad. And like that was just like resonating in my brain. One missed call, whatever. Second missed call comes. I'm like, I'm answering this, right? So I answer it and I put it on speakerphone and it's literally just a clip from the podcast that is me saying, what it do, nephews, right? <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, wait, no okay, way. yeah. So what it do, nephews? So I'm like, I don't say anything, right? right. They play it again. What it do, nephews? Like, Why didn't you say anything? I don't know. So then I say, I say, yo, like, what's up? I said, who is you this? Or something. I don't even know if I said anything. And then it says... I uh, like so it plays another clip from the show, right? So I am tweaking out, dude. Like I am tripping out, and so I go and take a shower. I'm like, my Mrs. Neighbor is in the bathtub. I have it on speakerphone, and she's like, "What was that?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like it was a no caller ID. Don't worry about it. Two hours later, get another call from no caller ID. Didn't answer. So like I am tripping out, and now I'm slightly getting angry because Eli and Andy are talking off mic as if they had this planned, and I now <laughs> may have gotten mousetrapped, and if if that's the case, I'm going to be furious. Andy, you're not even supposed to be on Beat or Beat Those Cheeks, but hop on this microphone with that rat grin of yours no. and tell me what's going on. No, no, I don't know what's going on. I got the same call. No. I got the same call, with yeah. My, with, like, my voice on it? Or yes, your it was voice. your voice, and you were, you were like, like berating me, man. Like, it was a bunch of angry... You were saying, Clips like, a bunch of angry... Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, this is... Did you get one, Eli? I got it. I actually recently got a ton of uh, no caller ID calls. And you've ignored I didn't them answer all? it. I, <laughs> I, well, they just kept coming and coming and coming, so I eventually answered one. Shelf man, did you get a call? I did yeah, not. Actually, but this tough, is tough break I mean, for Shelf. What, my second, third <laughs> yeah. game? Now I'm kind of so, concerned. All right, can, we're all friends yeah. here. Can you all fully admit to me that none of you are involved in this? I have five. Is no. that from Saturday? Yeah. Bro, we need to get to the bottom no, it's of from this. I, I That's have, from yesterday. I have an inkling about oh, it. Oh, and Saturday. Look, it helped me. Yeah. It happened yesterday and Saturday. It's we'll fucking Sam Leonard. It has we'll to be. Right? Yeah. He's 100%. Like, as soon saying. as you saw that grin, I thought it was that, that little wormy son of a gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, what man. a pussy. Well, he kind of rattled me. I was a little nervous about it. Like, it worked. I what felt like somebody was watching saying? me. Well, I, yeah, I answered. I answered, and it was it was like, what it do, nephews? Yeah. What it do, nephews? And then I was, and, but it, like, kept glitching, so I hung up. Then I answered again, and I was like, do you have the recordings ready this time? And, uh, and it was, like, much more. More fluid, and there was like a whole conversation planned out. Yeah, I just beat his ass this again. This motherfucker, Sam Leonard, just won't go away. I kind of like dude, it. I kind of hate dude, it. Dude, it just started. You shouldn't even brought it up because now it's just gonna. True. Fire. Again, yeah, I think right. this is what he wants. I mean, uh, fuck, damn it. But it was—he's in your head, man. I don't know. I'm not ready to admit it was him, but more likely than not, I would say. So I will uh, be beat as hell on those, and that will wrap this up. That segment was brought to you by Anybody's Home Run Derby. Anybody's Home Run Derby will be held this Sunday at 4.25 p.m. The hosts of the Anybody Can Do This show, neighbor Nick, Andy Feathers, and myself, will be down there hitting dingers, drinking beers, and having a good time. So if you're interested, come on down. $10 donation is suggested. But if you're anything like Andy, I don't know, throw us a buck or two. Guilt-free. All right, everybody. So, like I said, I am joined with my man, the legend, potential rookie of the year for season two, Top Shelf Tom. Tom, great to see you again, baby. 
Thanks, Nick. I uh, I might start going by shelf by from shelf from Delph. I can do that. I can do that. Shelf the shelf from the Delph. All right, beautiful. So shelf from the Delph. This is our segment that we're going to kind of try out, see what people are feeling here. Like I said, it is called, Is It Okay That I... Dot, dot, dot. And I will kind of let you, let the people know a little bit about that title. Okay. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I think uh, I think it's important to preface that with, is it okay if we don't have the exact name Precisely. for this? Very so- meta. Very meta. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not crazy about it, but it's a good jumping off exactly. point for sure. We were, uh, you know, as as I've been trying to develop an idea for a segment over the past couple of weeks since you guys, you know, signed me on, um, you know, I started thinking about how I really, you know, hate small talk, going and socializing. I hate talking about, you know, where you went to school or, you know, what's going on with your job because I really, frankly, don't care about that. <laughs> At all. Um, I would agree. I think most people all, would agree with you. So, yeah, so I like talking about, you know, pop culture or music or fun facts, you know, kind of Easter eggs that you'll find throughout life. Um, I'd kind of, I'd be able to relate it to, you guys are probably familiar with the meme with the guy and the girl laying in bed and she's like, he's probably thinking about other girls and then something separate, you know? So I really, in front of my girlfriend, she'll find me just laughing to myself sometimes. (laughs) You know, it's probably about something like we're going to talk about today or how you know, Liam Neeson's taking character had the audacity to take his family on two more years. Idiot. Vacation. Idiot. Daughter got kidnapped on the first. No. And, Just- and that's perfect. I mean, and what we talked about, too, is kind of in that is like we feel like there's a lot of stuff in pop culture, whether it be music, movies, books, directors, anything right that people maybe know a little bit about a lot of bit about us specifically a little bit about. But we're familiar with it. We're going to go out there, kind of dive into it and maybe give the people a little bit more info on something they, they knew or thought they knew or, or maybe had no idea and get a little interested in. And it's just stuff that For that sure. we would For talk sure. about at that dinner party rather than the weather or any of that stuff so um yeah yeah so i guess you know for this first one uh, this would probably be a scenario where you're you know watching you know some movie on tv with your friends and you hear that. <laughs> in that case i would be like leo and once upon a time in hollywood you know when he's snapping at the uh at the tv when he sees himself on that show fbi so this is called the wilhelm screen <laughs> so it would be is it okay that I'm not familiar with the most iconic sound effects of all time, movie history, and it's expanded into television commercials? Chances are you've probably heard it. You just didn't know that it was a thing so prominent. Correct. And just so everybody can kind of orient themselves, we will play the Wilhelm scream right now. Boom. All right, so <laughs> Andy tried to do his best little help scream in the back there. But no, so again, I think most people are pretty familiar with that. If not, um, next time you're watching a movie or something that, that it's in, I think that you definitely recognize it. Um, uh, we were doing some research on, on kind of the history, and I don't do much research at all. I just kind of lean on everybody else on the show to do that. So uh, w- with that being said, Shelfman, did you research anything? <laughs> uh, a little bit. You know, I did a you know sort of surface-level research job here. Uh, I think we'll be able to tap into some of our demographic by saying that this is its 69th year in existence. Zing pow. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was first seen in the 1951 movie, Distant Drums. Uh, it was a s- stock sound effect by Sheb Woolley, 
who was a singer. Uh, he made the song Purple People Eaters, which I think is used in some other pop cultural references. Giant Purple People Eaters. Specifically familiar with that. And so in that movie, Distant Drums, it was it showed a scene of a guy being eaten by an alligator. Um, so that wasn't where Wilhelm came from. Wilhelm was two years later in a movie called Charge at Feather River. And that's when a character named Private Wilhelm, while packing his pipe, is uh, blown away by enemy forces there. And after that, you know, it was probably about 20 or so years until it became popular again when one of George Lucas's uh, main sound editors was in USC film school, found this stock, uh, you know, stock sound clip, and it was called Man Gets Eaten by Alligator. So he started putting it in his student films, and then his buddies sort of caught on to it. They started working together. Um, this guy, Ben Burt, when he worked on the Star Wars films, I think it was most widely popularized in uh, Star Wars A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Episode four, the first one that came out. And then beyond that, one of his buddies was working with Spielberg. Um, and it was used in the first Indiana Jones film. And from there, it kind of started gaining some traction. Oh, just and blew up. It became an Easter egg. And I, I did see a quote from Ben Burr where he related it to when dogs piss on fire hydrants. You mm-hmm. know, come by, they smell it. They got to leave their mark as well. So I thought that was really... Uh, I thought that was cool. You no, know? and and like you said, kind of after uh, Lucas and Star Wars and all that stuff, it like you said, it became the number one most used sound effect. I think in terms of quantity of movies that it's in, right? So sure, th- th- yeah, it's been used over four hundred times. It's been used in video games, commercials. I said popular movies, and uh, I think that leads us perfectly into kind of how we wanted to to present at least our favorite ideations, iterations, ideations. I don't know. It's close enough. Um, thank you. Appreciate it. The jury accepts both. Uh, top three personal favorite uses of the Wilhelm scream, right? So you went through movies, TV, video games. I went through the same thing. We kind of picked our three. We have not compared lists yet, and we are going to do that right now. And kind of, I think, again, once people hear that sound effect, learn a bit, little bit more, they can kind of start picking up on this on the Wilhelm scream in their favorite motion pictures as well. So because I'm the host and I make all the rules here, I'm going to go first. <laughs> I hope that's okay. okay. Um, are we going? Are we going from our third favorite down to our favorite? Or um, yeah, we can do that absolutely. So, okay. and again, I'm, I'm, there might be crossover here. We're we're kind of the same type of dude, but the first one I'm going to do is the Red Dead Redemption video game. So oh, I freaking nice. love that video game, man. It was a lot of fun. Loved it so much. I was so bad at it. I haven't even finished it, so I got to actually maybe go back and do that during furlough. But I wow. saw that on there, and again, a lot of the shootout screams you just hear like that. So Rockstar. <laughs> Rockstar really can't miss, and uh, that that's kind of rounding in number number three for me. So, how about you? Mm, good choice, good choice. You should. I know. The game, it's fantastic. Um, so, for number three for me, it's actually a, from a song by James Blake, and it's called "The Wilhelm Scream." That's what brought it to my attention. You know, I was familiar with the sound effect. I just didn't know how to name. I didn't know it was used over four hundred times. Uh, James Blake's one of my favorite artists currently doing it. So I. Go ahead and check that out. I'm actually not sure if the screams even using that, so that might be disqualified. But yeah, I remember you were saying that uh, that that was kind of what the pop off for the topic was. So definitely go check out that song. Yeah. All right, number two from the boy. Again, gonna kind of change the rules a little bit here because this is what I do. Um, so for number two, I am gonna pick both every Tarantino movie ever made 
as well as every Toy Story movie ever made except for Toy Story 2 somehow. So I was on IMDb and like Tarantino is obsessed with the Wilhelm scream, dude. It's like mm-hmm. Django, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, what else? Reservoir Dogs was on there. I think something else was on there, but he had like four or five on there. And then again, Toy Story 1, used it. Toy Story 2, not so sure on the Wilhelm scream. We'll leave it out. Toy Story 3, Wilhelm scream. Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. Wilhelm scream. So yeah. um, I don't know what happened in, in Toy Story 2, one of my favorites, but just didn't feel Wilhelm-esque, Wilhelm-worthy, I guess. Yeah, so this, I guess this just became a top 20 film list then, huh? Um, <laughs> no, I did in my in my research. I did see that when uh, Tarantino was working on his first film, Reservoir Dogs, like you said, um, the sound editor was uh, the Steve Lee, who's actually he's currently developing the the Hollywood Sound Museum. Uh-huh. So uh, Tarantino came in. He's working on this. The sound guys threw it in there, which and then they sort of schooled him on the background, and so he, he became obsessed with it. Actually, used it twice in Reservoir Dogs, and then I believe he's used it in all nine of his movies so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but number two for me, back to the topic, I'm going to have to go with the OG Star Wars: A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the first time I subconsciously realized the sound effect, um, and they've used it in. They use it in the first, I think, seven films made. And then the second to last one, they got rid of it, The Last Jedi, which is pretty lame. I wasn't a big, <laughs> fan, of that. Uh, I wasn't I, a big fan of that one to begin I'm with. I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I know that one got crushed. So Yeah, um, no, it got crushed pretty bad. So I, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's, like I said, lame for them discontinuing that. But still, I got to pay homage to the OG there. Fair. All right, Tom, let's wrap this up. Um, Why don't you give me your number one use of the Wilhelm scream, and then I will give you mine. All right. Well, you already covered this one, but I got to go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Beautiful. Uh, It's it's one of my favorite movies from recent memory, I'd say probably the last five years. And that movie itself is Tarantino's love letter to Hollywood, you know, and to the old golden age of filmmaking. Um, So I think... You know, just that sort of embodies what we're talking about here. And I think it's great that he throws in, like, the first scene when they're showing clips from uh, that show Bounty Law that mm-hmm. he right. was on. So, yeah, number one's got to go to Once Upon a Time. Well, I'm glad that you kind of wrapping this up on a serious note because my number one favorite is is a little bit more of a serious flick, too. Um, again, newer movie kind of starring two titans of acting industry, Zac Efron and The Rock. The Baywatch remake was coming in, number one for me, uh, usage of the Wilhelm scream. Phenomenal use of probably, I don't know, 80, 90 minutes of your time, maybe even less. Um, really kind of life-changing, impactful for me. Something I really enjoy to watch by myself. Um Girlfriend doesn't need to be around. Dog kind of lock him in the bathroom and uh, <laughs> just really, really enjoy that. But uh, Wait, what exactly is going on while you're watching Baywatch? Are you tired of screaming in fear? I know I am. But instead of getting out of harm's way, there may be an alternative for you. Hi, I'm Ian Thames, founder of Screams, a new app of screaming and terror sound effects that you can use on any occasion. Here's just a smattering from our selection. Ah! Ah! Open the app anytime you're startled. Ah! Scream. Uh, oh, fuck. Start, startled. Ah! Attacked. No! Stuck in an elevator. Ah! Seeing a friend's new hairstyle. No! 
Excited about concert tickets? Yeah! Or losing control of any kind? I'm losing control! We even have the world-famous Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Try it out today, and let my vocal cords do the screaming for you. Shaving is now waxing. That's Shaving is now waxing. Shaving is now waxing. Shaving is the new waxing. Shaving is the new waxing. To Andy's library in three, two. Now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. Yeah, okay, so this week on Andy's library, I will be reading a New York Times bestseller. Or it's a New York Times bestseller. It's also the sequel to a New York Times bestseller. And uh, it is called Mars and Venus in the Bedroom, A Guide to Lasting Romance and Passion by John Gray, Ph.D. I was going to say, Ph.D. ought to write Dumb. that book. Like, yeah. <laughs> you drop all that money on school just to write Mars and Venus in the Bedroom too. I like, think he nailed it, though. I mean, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From, women are from Venus was a fantastic read. Have, you, have either of you read these? No. No. Nope. Okay, I read, I've read both of them. Is that like a Tucker Max sequel? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tucker Max and uh, what's Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Fuck. yeah. What the hell is Tucker Max up to these days, dude? I don't know. He <laughs> wrote know. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, I think. Or maybe oh, I'm, that's maybe right. I'm yeah. Did he? No, no. Or what, that, no. Might be, that might have been someone else. He wrote... Um, he wrote... Well, his original book, which was just him yeah, like getting... Yeah, asshole I don't know. book. Yeah, yeah he right. was just like drunk and There's, banging chicks, allegedly. Right. Yeah. But I didn't know if he wrote what something after that. What was that book that. called? Uh, they, I, hope they, beer beer I, I hope, hope they, they serve, serve beer, beer in hell. I hope they serve beer in hell. Yeah, yeah that was right. Sam Leonard's Way to Bible. go, neighbor. Again. <laughs> yeah, nice. Zinc power. Right on. All right, so this week, though, Andy's um, Library. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, so this book, my dad gave me this book. Uh, shout out to, you know, dads of ACDT again. Mm -hmm. um, my dad gave me this book when I was in high school. And I like I couldn't I couldn't be more thankful that he did because it's it has made me, you know, uh, it is it increased my sexual prowess so much. Yeah, I'm a beast. You gotta beat those uh, cheeks. You gotta beat those cheeks. Little bull. A little bull in 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 the bedroom. You wouldn't we be need the a documentary <laughs> on Andy growing up or what the hell was going on in that I'll, house. I'll read you this note that my dad wrote to me. And in, in the book? Yeah, in the book on the first in the first uh I'm sure he he'll be pumped. Yeah, yeah. Uh Andrew. Christianity must enter into the equation. It isn't mentioned here, so all of this is secondary information and must be looked at as not perfect. I didn't say wrong. I said not perfect. A better choice might be not complete. But the book is real good. The book is real good. <laughs> what a legend Mr. Feathers is. Uh, Just an absolute weapon. Now, did you he's take that into consideration life, yeah. when you read the book? Uh, you know, I read, I actually didn't see the note until after I was done with the book <laughs> and had made up you my already, mind. You already had your corrupt view. <laughs> yeah, right. And had made up my corrupt Cemented secular view. Yeah. Cemented. Yeah. yeah. How many pages are we getting today? <laughs> we're getting, we're only getting a couple pages of this, but I have thought about reading the entire book no. at, for the whole, for the whole <laughs> yeah, season. No. I can read the whole book. Um, uh, you'll, you'll, please, please. The, You'll, Those in, words look small. You'll be Looks excited. Like small print. You'll be excited right, when I read the title up. of this chapter. Fire it up. Chapter three: How to drive a woman wild with <laughs> pleasure. 
this, what is this guy's PhD? <laughs> like, like what? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know, but this is good shout stuff. Out Kanye West with the greatest PhD line of all time. I should caveat and say that the primary criticism that this book has received has been that it is, you know, more or less mansplaining. Um, but how women work that usually ends <laughs> yeah, exactly, up well. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. But the guy, he's a PhD. He's, he's a scientist. Anyway, uh, how to drive a woman wild with pleasure. Women enjoy conversation most when they are not required to get to the point right away. Many times, to relax or to get closer to someone, they like to circle around for a while and gradually discover what they want to say. This is a perfect metaphor for how a woman enjoys sex. She loves it when a man takes time to get to the point and circles around for a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> Perfect metaphor. And, you know, feel free to jump in, guys, if these are new things. So I, I, the, <laughs> damn. Fell right into the mousetrap <laughs> there. Um, so, again, last week we got into this book and we ended up realizing this is a giant ad. Just right off those first few lines, does this end is just like a ha-ha got you? Like, this was a satire? This is... Dead ass. Series. No, this is dead ass. Yeah. This is dead ass. It's a Cialis ad. Dead ass. Yeah, yeah. Just like oh, yeah. ends in a picture of two old people in matching bathtubs, like <laughs> right. matching yes. a sunset. Holding hands. Like, yeah. If you have an yeah. erection lasting longer than four hours, please. Read this book again. Yeah. 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 Uh, until her desire and arousal is intense, a woman enjoys being touched in a non-direct manner. For example, before moving his fingers or the palms of his hands to touch her breasts, a man should circle them for a while, getting closer and closer. Question. Yeah. <laughs> How do you non-directly touch someone? Mm. Uh, well, non-directly, like on the nipple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so non-directly er Erogenous zones. Yeah, we're talking about erogenous zones. Here, you know, the sexy places. Clit, I try, vulva. folks. I didn't even have an erogenous zones <laughs> joke. I searched in the deep depths of my soul, but I just didn't I have I saw the steam thoughts. coming out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My hat was about to fly off. You'll love this, though. You'll love this technique. So move closer and closer to the nipple. Then, when he is about to touch, he should move somewhere else and start again. Ah! Little pump fake, little nipple Incredible. pump fake. Yes. Yeah. 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 Instead of being directly stimulated in her most sensitive places, as a man likes, a woman wants to be teased or gradually led to the place where she is longing to be touched. For example, when taking off her bra, instead of just taking it off each time, sometimes a man should slowly move his fingers along the inner lining, then slowly pull down the bra strap, allowing the breast to be exposed, and then cover it up again. It's about patience, fellas. It's about patience. A woman wants to be teased or gradually led to the place where she is longing to be touched. I hate Dr. John Gray a lot. <laughs> it's a long this process. This whole thing is about, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to the, in the next section here, uh, one of the next sections. A man can tease a woman by giving a little and then backing up to start over again. Repeating this process generates more desire in her. Her increased longing provides great pleasure for her as well as for him. So this is, you know, it's not just about us. Once he realizes what is really turning her on, he begins to feel the power of restraining his own passion to drive her wild with pleasure. Ready for the next section? Yeah. Keep going. I'm taking it all in. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm this is good. Hot this is important stuff. This <laughs> yeah. is important when was stuff. this book published? 19... 97. Oh, oh. It's 1997, the year my girlfriend was born. It's outdated. This book was published. Yeah. Um, 
a woman's need to rely. It's outdated. I mean, I guess we could do redo some of this research. A woman's need to relax. You should rewrite this. I'll take book. it upon myself to try these things out yeah. and redo the research. <laughs> Poor Al. <laughs> a woman's need to relax. A man generally doesn't understand a woman's need to relax and get into sex slowly. He starts out ready to go. He does not readily understand a woman's need to relax first because sometimes he may want to have an orgasm so that he can relax. <laughs> I, More tr- times true than that. not, actually. Yeah, true that. Yeah, yeah. Unlike men, most women need to relax first before they can enjoy great sex. Teasing and foreplay give her the time to relax and gradually let go of her inhibitions. Slow, rhythmic, and unpredictable physical touching, stroking, and rubbing of the non-erogenous zones gradually awaken a more intense longing to be touched in her erogenous zones. Before a man can fulfill a woman, she first needs time to relax and feel the part of her that needs to be filled up. Interesting choice of words there. God, this is terrible. Fast forward. This is terrible. I hate That's this. That's terrible. <laughs> Even a caveman could play that game. Um, all right. A piece of good advice commonly found in books about sex is for women to prepare for sex by taking a long, warm bubble bath with the lights down low. What the fuck? This <laughs> is ridiculous how cheesy it, this fucking yeah, shit is. is. Yeah, it's a little bit cheesed out there. Before I, before I understood the differences between men and women, I could never understand this. If I took a long, warm bath, I would probably fall asleep. <laughs> now, however, it makes sense to me that a woman could greatly benefit from a long, warm bath. Relaxation and gentle stimulation are the basis for a woman's arousal. By slowly tracing her body with his fingers and tender kisses, a man will awaken her more erogenous zones, which will long to be touched. That's, I guess, wetness. That's what Two things. Wet. Yeah. How many more times have we got to hear erogenous? I never heard that until today, and I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> That's a great word, man. It's not yeah. romantic slip it in or sexual the next time at all. You're grilling it's something. not. Grilling meats? Yeah, grilling yeah. meats, man. <laughs> okay. Those erogenous. So he just insinuated there meats. that there was kind of a, a moment in time. He was like, before I understood women, insinuating that there was a specific point in time where he then began understanding women. Yeah, I like, know that click. we might not get that today, but is, is, does he describe that in that book? Like when he was like, when the quote unquote light bulb went off? Oh, in more of like a uh, memoiric sense. Okay. Uh, not really, no. Yeah, Never. I just didn't know if yeah. he was just like, like one big date out at Denny's one night or something. Yeah. And he was just like, that's it. I, I found the key. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's That's it. <laughs> Eureka. Don't touch them. <laughs> I've a, Don't write this book. I yeah. have a question. Yeah, um, question. Is there a final point that you're going to get to with this? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Soon? Yeah. So I wanna, I'll ask the question at the end. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the last section I'll read, okay? Yeah. And it is called A Lover with a Slow Hand. You, oh, you guys hear... You hear that? You hear that? Responsibly. What is that? <laughs> what is that? What is that song? This song, this song is a sl- this song is was voted by Rolling Stone as the sexiest song ever written. It's by it is called Slow Hand by Conway Twitter. And that's what you're listening to now. We'll listen let's listen to it for about a minute and fifteen seconds. Looking into the night, not seeing what you wanted to see. Darling, don't say a word I've already heard What your body's saying to mine You've got a fast move You've got a slow groove On your mind You want 
a man with the soul hang You want a lover with an easy touch You want somebody who will spend some time Not come and go in a heated rush Baby, believe me, I understand When it comes to love, you want a soul when I interview women about what they want most from a man, again and again they tell me they want a lover with a slow hand. This slow process increases her pleasure so that when his fingers and tongue eventually move to touch her breasts, her nipples are erect and longing to be touched. When he moves to her inner thighs, and vag- she is right. already right. wet. Right. We need some bleeps, bleep, 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 bleep. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, dude. All, right, dude. all right, is that enough? Well, all right, that's fine. I mean, I guess. Well, do you want to hear about? I will, here's what I want to know. I, mean, I think this yeah, will wrap up the question. segment. Perfect. This is what I want to know. If you're a woman and you go out with Doctor John Gray, Doctor John Gray, PhD, are you creeped the fuck out? Because you know, like he's got this whole playbook in the back, in the back of his head. Yes, and exactly. He's probably some fucking nerd. Number two. I'm and he's probably just like doing this step by step thing, or dude, imagine this creepy fuck rubbing on your tits in a circle, <laughs> looping around your nip, and then you're like, oh Saying yeah, he, yeah. he wrote that, yeah, that one. He yes. wrote that in the book, mm-hmm. and you're, the whole time you're just like, he's probably not even present. He's probably sitting there like a uh, fucking John Madden going through the playbook, <laughs> yeah, and right. being the weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm out. I'm done. No, no. here, well, I will answer your question. I agree. I agree. Because she, I mean, especially for John Gray, since he wrote the book. Um, but even as now, all our listeners now they are potentially subject to the same criticism, right? Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. But uh, according to a woman, okay, so here's a woman on a podcast that I like to listen to called uh, Sexology, the Sexology podcast. Okay. Um, always to answer your question about playbooks and all that shit. Always do something during sex that makes you feel a little bit ashamed, a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> and that's when you know you've had good sex. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it, folks. I'm looking right at the camera when I say this. Please help me. Somebody send me new co-hosts, at least one to just save me yeah, from this nonsense all the time. All right. I'm telling you. Let's bring this sputtering train wreck to a halt here. Uh, kind of try and land this one-wing bird here. Uh, that's going to do it, thankfully, for the listeners out there. For season two, episode three, the Anybody Can Do This show. Oh few God. housekeeping things before we throw Andy out of this fifth floor window. Um, tomorrow... As we said, live, I guess today, as you're listening to this, Wednesday, live on Instagram, 7.05 p.m., Andy Feathers waxes neighbor Nick's chest. So we officially <laughs> made the switch from shave to wax. And I'm, and I'm following John Gray's <laughs> yeah, technique. Uh, that's a layup right there, the John Gray chest waxing yeah, techniques. John Gray All right. <laughs> and if, hey, another thing, if anybody out there wants to start a podcast, I'm a free agent. <laughs> I'm officially a free agent. We got to reel this back in. All right, but more importantly, Sunday, June 28th, 
4.25 p.m., anybody's home run derby. Oh, we already yeah. got a bunch of people confirmed coming down. Mm-hmm. I talked to a couple mm-hmm. people. Eli talked to a couple people. Andy didn't do anything to help the I show. I did talk to people. He invited <laughs> his softball team. We're oh, going to yeah, have some real, right. yeah, have some the, real, oh, some real competition. Some humdingers. 4.25, first pitch. There's a parking lot right behind the field. You can park there, park on the street, whatever. Come hang out. Probably be down there till who knows when. Sep- question mark. Ten bucks all you can drink, right? Or No, whatever you can donate. Oh, so, that's what yeah, I've been we'll telling have people. Beers. Yeah, okay. perfect. So, I mean, you're going to donate 50 cents, you said. So, um, well, yeah. I, I, now that it's 10 bucks, all you can drink. I'm and again, we will post on Thursday on the Instagram what charity we have decided to give the money to. We have to pick by Thursday? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, that's a it's good Tuesday. Right. I mean, yeah, we got to yeah. let people know. So, yeah, you're right. um, yeah, and then finally, make sure, go to Instagram, smash that link in the IG bio for the questionnaire, get on there, fire something away, win response of the week. Also, do a counterpunch. If something from Beat or Beat Those mm. Cheeks, if Andy's Ridiculous, Dr. John Gray Library, if you're into the Wilhelm Scream, if you're not into the Wilhelm scream. Make sure that you hop on your phone, voice notes, quick voice memo, 30 seconds, one minute, whatever you're feeling. Get weird, get goofy, get creative, and then send that thing to our email, Eli, which is the ACDT show at gmo.com. Beautiful. And then we'll pick the couple that we like, and then the couple that get on the show, one will win, and bingo, bango, bongo. Mm-hmm. Boys, that'll do it. For season two, episode three of the Anybody Can Do the Show. I'm so hyped for the Derby. I'm it's hoping that we sick, can meet dude. some of the anybody's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, any final sick. words of wisdom? You want to love her with a slow hand. See you next week. <laughs>